On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out how the first hard-hitting Marvel show turned out with Disney Plus's Echo, who would have been in the Avengers of the 70s, and what a Marvel diehard movie would look like. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book, as well as some of the animated comic book-based TV shows as well. My name is Cassie, and I will be the host for this episode, this itty-bitty, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini, shush junior episode. Um, even though it's teeny weeny, I can't do this alone because I am what the industry calls um, codependent. <laughs> so I've brought my friends along, but I have brought the best of the best, you guys. The creme de la creme. I've brought the girlies. Um, girl Squad, Oops All Girls. Let me introduce Caitlin first. Oops All Girls. It's the best type. Everyone likes that. You know when you get that, like, Captain Crunch? You don't want the one that destroys your mouth. You want the one that is a nice ball circular and perfectly in your mouth going to choke you, but still great. And that's I, us. I, I've had that conversation so many times. I don't like the ball one. What? I don't either. Okay, well, that's like weird. But this is a like ball-free episode, one. so I feel like that actually still applies. <laughs> <laughs> there are no balls here. I think that's what we said last time when they weren't here. We said it was a scrote-free episode. Yeah, I think we no also implied <laughs> that we we were in charge of the removal of the balls, and that's why they were <laughs> free. <laughs> Is that why we got called into a meeting after last time? I think that's that maybe. <laughs> They're like, listen, listen. You guys were it's very <laughs> detailed about the process of removing our scrotum and balls. Like, so the comic books. How did that? How did that? <laughs> how did we tie that together with the scrotum? It's obviously something on our mind quite often. Um, <laughs> we could center a whole episode around it. <laughs> that other voice you hear, of course, is books. Books, welcome to it. Hey, I'm also codependent, and I love. I if you're codependent, don't find people who will fix your problem. Find no. people who are also codependent. You never Enablers. have to do things alone. Alone. Like, Enablers. You love that. You kind of just naturally all find each other because um, you can't do anything by yourself. <laughs> so you guys are just like the ones kind of there. It's a unique like situation, though, being introverted and codependent because you're not naturally going to gravitate towards people. But you need yeah. people. Yeah, it takes it's this miracle um, of science and nature that happens where people just kind of stand in a room and then you find each other. And you're like, you're the codependent <laughs> awkward one. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Should we join forces? Yeah. Hi, you I gravitate. can't be here alone. <laughs> yeah. You, you also towards... can't be here alone. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. The people who can't say anything directly to anyone, but are also making snide funny comments the entire Hell time. Yeah. That is your that is your codependent introverted best friend right there. And this is your guide of how to make codependent friends. Again, not here for comic books. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> Ball removal and codependent friendships. Actually, no. You be our codependent friend right now. We need you. We are you. We yes. everyone. Yes. 
We are Groot. We are them. <laughs> That's a comic book reference. I fucking nailed it, guys. Ooh, tied Circle it all together. Bitches. Um, we will get screamed at if we don't talk about comic book TV shows, though. That's what the people are here for. It's what our bosses are um, screaming at us to do. So this episode, it is a junior one. We will be talking about a fair amount of things, though. Later up, we'll be talking about two episodes of What If. Um, but before we get to all of that, let's dig into Echo. In the first episode of Echo, we get Echo, a.k.a. Maya Lopez's origin story. We see the tragic turning point in her childhood when her mom died in an accident, and she had to go live with her dad in NYC, who works for Fisk. After her dad gets killed by Hawkeye, Maya starts working for Fisk as a way to get revenge on his killer. She ultimately ends up getting said revenge and simultaneously becoming my hero when she finds out Fisk wanted her dad killed, so she kills Fisk. We then step into the present where Maya has gone home in an attempt to get help from her uncle to take over Fisk's operation. Taste buds, I ask you, do you feel that this series will be a breath of fresh air in the list of Disney slash Marvel TV series? It's already darker. Yeah, there's a big hope. (laughs) But I already feel like it has a different vibe than a lot of the other Disney Plus shows Mm -hmm. um, that we've seen, especially Marvel-wise. Um, and it's much darker, which reminds me of like the Netflix ones. Yeah. The only thing I did think was different was um, obviously the costume of Daredevil <laughs> and the fact that they put Kingpin in that Hawaiian shirt. I will never forgive that Hawaiian shirt. We saw that. We saw that. Yeah. I understand. I understand. But it still was just jarring to see that. Like those are the only those are my two notes right now. <laughs> to I just be had honest. This. So we're going to take the it top. the beginning. I the liked top. the Hawaiian shirt because I think it what? heightened. I think it heightened the weakening of him <laughs> he's always so dignified and clean and like in control and to see him disheveled as hell in this tacky hawaiian shirt just shows how low he has fallen and i think that's that's something <laughs> that i appreciate came from a jimmy buffett margaritaville For buffet and but he's not to have his white blazer on so you knew who he was you know, those fucking miami wide shoulders giant ass shoulders you gotta say miami this is fucking fucking white suits New are York. miami that's a very miami yeah, yeah he's he's bringing miami vibes to new york in we a way got, that i absolutely hate yeah yeah costumes are definitely like the jumpsuit tracksuit crew I love that that's, well, that's their signature. That's like the tracksuit gang. <laughs> the tracksuit gang. <laughs> so how are we going to identify each other? You know like how Juicy kind of had its moment with Velour? What if we Fuck just yeah. did God, the dude, Juicy gang? Regular <laughs> Honestly, this was a great show. Everything in the Marvel Universe would have been improved if the tracksuit game was the Juicy Tracksuit King. <laughs> the, Valor, the Valor Squad. <laughs> Just a nice little tight, snug ass, juicy across it. <laughs> Beautiful. The more ass we can Beautiful. see, the better. Yes. Um, it, that's if, the- if Disney needs to learn anything on these Marvel series, we like the booty. We do like a booty. One thing I do think that they learned also from this, from like uh, the other... Um, stuff that they didn't do is they gave us like half this episode was a recap so we figured out we remembered we're like oh yeah yeah yes i did watch hawkeye do i remember what happened hell no but this was a great recap of all of that plus like give us a little bit more of her backstory Mm -hmm. um so you didn't even have to watch hawkeye to know who she was so i like that you can just like jump right into this and know like everything it did um, that but it didn't feel weighed down by it it didn't feel like it felt weighed down by that. No, for you? it didn't. It didn't feel bogged oh, okay. down oh, yeah. by this backstory. A lot of time when they try to like do a recap or introduce you to a character you kind of know, 
I feel like it gets a bit heavy handed and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we know this. That didn't feel this way at all. Um, in fact, it just reminded me that the entire time I watched Hawkeye, all I could think, and I told my husband so many times, I want to know more about her. Uh, mm-hmm. She is a character I want to follow. I didn't even know the series was coming out. I'm living in a mom bubble. Like, I literally found out this existed yesterday when I looked it yeah. up to watch it. Fuck yeah. Um, because I don't, I, I don't know things exist. I am not on trend. Yeah, it's... I honestly, I don't even have the excuse of, um, I was a mom and this one kind of snuck up on me too. I was, but I was like, it's the way they pieced it all together to the point where you were like, Hey, this little taste we gave you before. Now we're giving you everything about this character. She's fucking badass. Mm -hmm. And like all of the exposition, like as soon as we got like all this intro and it was like a story ass story, um, not to sound like Harry Styles talking about movies, but this was (laughs) like... This, like, told a story, and I was here for it. It was just so refreshing to be like, this is um, entertaining, and it felt so good. It was nice to see Marvel back on their game. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully they continue with, with the rest of their episodes, but the one thing that did surprise me was the first thing that we see is um, the Choctaw, and, and learning about Chaffa, mm-hmm. who's the first of the Choctaw Indians, or Native Americans. Sorry. Um and I, it was so like supernatural and everything like that. Oh, and yeah. these shows that were like on Netflix were dark, grounded, but they were very real and raw. And they didn't have any of like what the Marvel movies had, like the celestial stuff or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they're going to pull in any of that to this show and how that will balance. Because that was the only thing where I was like, oh, I don't know how they're going to do it. Because they, I don't feel like Marvel has done a great job at mixing them both together. In their TV shows, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that. It did. They did give us just a perfect little taste of like, hey, here's this story. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were like, seems pretty cool. I want to yep. know more. Yep. And then we've just kind of pieced out from it and we're yep. focusing on her. And now it's just like in the back of like, I want to know more about mm-hmm. them and what yes. they are. And it's like, it keeps popping up. Like, she's getting flashbacks or something. It's like, was that her? Yeah. How is this tied together? Are I do want to know. I think I think something that gives me hope is this backstory, this celestial, this connection, it seems very grounded in her unique story. And I think that could prevent mm-hmm. Marvel mm-hmm. from trying to cover all of the potential elements of, you know, either multiverse or other like worldly power or anything. Yeah. I think they can limit it to just telling bits of this story and maybe hopefully stay contained in one world because they do they always try to be like we've been so burned guys can you tell that we've been like a burned and abused by marvel <laughs> we all have like please not this one deeply please marvel another this is a help group for the codependent <laughs> and those hurt by marvel you which often here. align to be honest <laughs> <They're> right. <laughs> yeah. it's a venn diagram so <laughs> um marvel obsessed i uh Another thing I think this singular episode does well that I haven't seen in even some entire series from Marvel is that we saw character development and growth in a single episode. Yeah, we did, bitch. Which does mm-hmm. not even happen sometimes in a whole season for other shows. So mm-hmm. um, I'm hopeful. I, I, I think the more I talk, the more I get hopeful, too, which is a scary <laughs> yeah. place to be. I don't want to be this way. It's also rad to have this character, like this this lead character, is female has disabilities, deaf and uh, a prosthetic leg because it, she had to get one's two. not enough. Did we, <laughs> did we know in last time we saw her that she was an amputee? 
Yes. Uh, yeah. We did? Oh, yeah. Okay. I did not remember. I was like, D- are they adding this? Are they retconning? Because I could <laughs> not remember. <laughs> now check this out. Check this out. Um, but, um, like, she's just such a rad character, and they're doing so well by her, and they're not really hanging their hat on it yet. Mm-hmm. Yet. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't trust them to not do this, but they are really, they're just like, hey, here's a kick-ass character. Um, she gets to beat the shit out of a creepy guy one time yes. for us. Oh, Again, they don't hang their hat on it. They just let it happen. They let her exist in the world in a, mm-hmm. in a natural way. Oh, it's so It's so refreshing, and I hope that continues. Full faith, hopefully. Um, but yeah, the action scenes all filmed so rad as hell. Like the fight scenes, so Ooh. good. We're back to that daredevil like roaming camera yes. thing, mm-hmm. and that has always been my favorite. That, that one will... shot, like two, God, <laughs> so good. It almost and... feels like it could be like, and not in a cheesy way, because I hate when movies do this. Uh, they clearly designed it for, but it feels like it's pulling you in in the way a three D would. Yeah. But not in the cheesy way where they're having things fly directly at your. But like the the roaming camera <laughs> and the movements of the fight feel like they're like no no no. But you're here. You're on the, yeah. scene, uh-huh. the scene with them. It's so good. Yeah, and I think the mm, I could be wrong on this, but I think the actor has like a fighting background, and I think that's why those scenes also work so well. I think she does because a lot of the times you could see them like pulling punches and shit. And between the camera angles and her just being a fucking badass, it like you're in it and you're here for it. Um, and then we get to see our beautiful boy Daredevil for a hot minute. I screamed, <laughs> no joke, screamed. You could ask anyone else who was in this house. I was like, hey, Daredevil, he's here, he's here. You would think yeah. he broke into our house by the way that I screamed. <laughs> But it was so exciting. I, I don't know what it is with Daredevil and me, but like if he comes on at the TV screen, I I, I lose we it. All, we all know what we, it is about the Daredevil. <laughs> it's the ass. <laughs> Listen, which that suit doesn't do it well, but no. But like Anyways. even in Spider Man when he made his appearance, just yeah. yeah. Oh, scream! Immediate reaction. I I, we were watching Spider Man, and I cared more about the fact that Daredevil just appeared briefly. So fuck yeah! It was Matt Murdock too. It wasn't Daredevil. It was that's Ma- true. Ma- the whole time like he had so much exposition with her telling about like how he camped out the whole night and i was like are we gonna deal with the fact that she has no idea what the fuck he's saying (laughs) 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 you're almost villain monologue for a deaf person like i don't know like if we got introduced to him i know people like i don't know if they team up at some point like i don't fully well they have to because it's fisk huh uh-huh. Fuck. Yeah. So rad. It's going to be so, so good. Um, speaking of Fisk, um, on the Supersaw Girls episode, it's a safe space. Let's collectively shit on Fisk for a second as the he worst. reappeared in our lives. We already shit on his Fuck. fucking Hawaiian sh- Well, actually, McKenna didn't. <laughs> Anything that makes this man look like a fool, I'm here for. Yeah, that fucking shirt. I fucking <laughs> hate that. That's the, the only reason I'm here for it, though. It's not because I support him or his fashion choice. I just like him looking ridiculous because I cannot stand <laughs> him. So. He looked ridiculous this whole one because, like, the fucking padding they put him in to try to make him look bigger was the most garbage padding I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I have been to some bad drag shows, and there's way better padding than is on this little motherfucker. <laughs> Like his little shoulders are like you can see every little piece of foam in that shit to try to make him a wide boy. I hate I hate what they put him in. I didn't see his his fake foam, but 
but now I need to rewatch it just to see the fake foam. <laughs> to be fair, the indentations kind of match the little like rolls he gets on the back of his neck. So it just seems <laughs> canon for his character. <laughs> All right. But as soon as they introduced him, I was like, God damn it. Like we just get little glimpses of him and then, you know, he slowly gets more back into it. And I was mm-hmm. like, please don't ruin this. I'm on such a high of how good this is. And I don't need this little bitch up in here. Yeah. I don't want also, we have the big reveal at the end, um, which is, did anyone? Yeah. Did anyone yeah. even think that he was dead dead because no. they didn't show it on screen? No, because it just goes away. So at the end of this episode, um, we cut to there's like a it's like at the end of it and we cut to like a little IV dripping and you absolutely know it's going to be fucking fist still alive. Yep. And you just see him like hooked up to a bed, uh, just like all his eye. Like I think she got just his eye directly. Yeah, she got he directly does in his fucking sound eye raspy hole. and dead as hell, though. I will say Gosh. a win for us is he. He sounds like he's on the verge of dying, but he kind of always does when he talks. I don't know how accurate that yeah. is. That's true. Yeah. Um, but it seems like we're in for more Fisk, which the guys will be excited for. Mm. Um, I will not be. Yeah. Um, but everything else about this, even when we so. Like we said, we spent half of this episode recapping, um, tying in the past, and learning more about her. And then we get to the present where she's in the town, um, and she's reconnecting, not really reconnecting with everybody. She sees two people from her past, essentially, mm-hmm. and that's all she's willing to see. Um, and she sees Billy Jack. Never forget Billy Jack. The dog, the cute dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she already forgot. Yes, there's, an ador- there's truly an adorable dog. Um, that gets a lot of screen time, so you know he's going to be important. Oh, gets absolutely. a lot of screen I time, but Billy also Jack already. gets the sign to him, too, and I love that. That the sign yeah. was directed to the puppy, yeah. not to the oh. deaf character. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was made clearly so Maya could understand. But he was like, no, no, no. Right now I'm talking to the pup, though. So (laughs) this is fully for my dog right now. (laughs) Um, But I love all the characters in the town, too. Like, this is Mm -hmm. just such a rich world here. And, like, all the characters are characters. And I can't wait to, like, get more of each little person. It's also just so common. Like, a lot of superhero movies and TV shows are like, big city, because that's where the crime happens. And I feel Mm -hmm. like we don't visit small towns enough and, like focus on Oklahoma yeah middle of nowhere Oklahoma and how you know worlds are present here um I'm excited that I hope we stay I know that won't be the like goal character why she would prefer to go because the more she's there the more danger she brings to her family but like Mm -hmm. I want to stay there oh yeah yeah I'm all for this um that covers most of this we we spent we're just kind of dipping into the story now on this next episode it'll give us um more oh like i said in the intro she went to the town to try to meet up with her uncle who also works for fisk um and she's essentially trying to take over his whole his whole thing she's like cassie you're missing the point her uncle works at the skating rink yeah (laughs) dj and owner as a dj and owner and he also controls the trains for Fisk. This man so does rich. a lot. When you said that this world is rich, this world is so rich. <laughs> man owns a bowling alley. He no, is skating. I am. Oh yeah, skating. <laughs> He's Can we talk terrible. about the brief slogan we see on the wall of his skating alley? Oh, God, oh, this was God. the only part that I was like, "Boo, yeah, boo, you stupid, motherfuckers!" Stupid <laughs> um, fucking shit. You know, at first I was like, "Boo," but then I was like, "He's mocking it," so maybe ooh. Which it said, what did it say, books? It said, make America skate again. Um, Mm -hmm. 
And I, I'm always torn on how I feel about the repurposing of this phrase, but I always feel like it's used in a way that's like, no, fuck you. This was dumb, but we're going to mm-hmm. repurpose it in a way that entertains us for you being dumb. Yeah. I'm always for that context. Yeah. If it's, if it's that context, all for it. And he did. It was like, it's like a whole mural. So I respect him for going hard on it. Yeah. yeah he um, was not let up. What I don't respect him for, this man is terrible at running a game of red light, green light. For reals! I was judging him so hard. I was like, for so long. (laughs) He he starts a game of red light, green light, which is in the middle of a conversation with another person. (laughs) (laughs) He says, he sees her, he says, come into my office, which is the DJ booth, at which point he says, green light. (laughs) They have a little conversation. He says, red light. They all fail. They all eat shit. They all don't stop properly. They all would have been out. He's like, I don't care. It's green fine. light. And walks away. They just skate from there. That's just skating. It's just That's green game. <laughs> That's shitty music. Game. That will not be interrupted with green light. <laughs> he just leaves. Um, I'm glad that we all all judged him on that. <laughs> yeah, of all the to. skating games, you could, you could have done backwards skate. It would have sucked for how long he was gone for. <laughs> but he could have done backwards skate. He could have instead... He didn't even announce it was free skate back. Like he, didn't, he just left it on People green light. In circles. I can't get off right now, Bob. It's red light, and green light. I need to stress to the people who haven't watched this. He left the building. Yeah, <laughs> he went on the roof <laughs> or some sort of tower. They climbed a tower. They went away from the building completely. Climbed a tower to go scope things. Really out. high tower. <laughs> Those kids to this day are still skating <laughs> under green light rules because they don't want to lose. They don't want to lose. That <laughs> um, was my first oh, no, thought when he pulls her in for a conversation. I was like, this is the game you're going to set up? Really? <laughs> <laughs> also, the fact he hasn't seen her in God knows how many years. At least 18, I would assume. Um, and he's just like, oh, bet. Come over here. <laughs> <laughs> Julie. Not one person skating would have noticed if he didn't go into the DJ booth and arrange for a game. They would have just no. happily kept on skating. He could have been like, Books let's go to this so, tower. So important. Nobody knew the game of Red Light, Green Light was going <laughs> to happen then. Wait. No, before they go to the tower, she has like fucking surgery in his office, right? Oh, yeah. She oh does. my God. They bring in the mortician to patch her up. Jeez. These kids. So much happened. So much fucking. <laughs> Can we also talk about how she stitched herself up with minty, like floss? Oh, yeah. Oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. And that's what the mortician had to help her with. Yeah. Because yep. um, it was obviously very infected. It looked like beef jerky with fat all over it. Like, you know, like. <laughs> I, I had to turn away from the screen. I was like, this is this is a bit too well, much. If you didn't you. see it, I feel like beef jerky is a good um, representation of what it looked like. Not going to eat that for a while, but thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then think about some mintiness added to it. <laughs> my, I have the same floss on my canners right now. <laughs> and I was thinking about that. Throw it away. Like, oh, that's my floss. Oh, man. Good to know it's multi-purpose, I guess. <laughs> if you're ever in a bind. Um, you not know? that I think you could stitch yourself up. Actually, no, you could crochet. You absolutely could. Fuck it up, books. <laughs> the actual act of it, yeah. I have a tendency to pla- pass out with like minor cuts, though. So like, it would take quite a few times. I might be dead you before just keep I going. to One close up the wound. <laughs> One stitch at a time. Um, 
All right, I think that covers. I mean, we hit all the big things. Yeah, red light, green light, fuck Fisk. Um, great show, Billy Jack. <laughs> this is all you basically need to know about this one to hop on. I would say, uh, let's her go. BFF Bonnie. Oh yeah, Bonnie. Um, Bonnie. her cousin, aka sister. Mm-hmm. Um, they got separated when she moved to New York. Um, and she hasn't kept in good contact. It seems Bonnie mm-hmm. keeps reaching out. Uh, and she's intentionally trying to stay away from her while she's in town, which yeah. obviously, of course, is not going to work. And but Bonnie's no. like a paramedic now. She's like watching Who her can from fucking afar. ball, guys? Yeah. yeah. Did she make the shot? I don't know. I can only guess. Yes, yeah, she okay. did. This is a woman first episode. Oh, so. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> she made it. She made it. She made it. And then she dunked on everyone else while she was there, too. Dunked mm-hmm. on them firefighters. Get wrecked. Yeah. Um, let's go to moments of the week. Uh, Caitlin, what's yours? Well, obviously, it's still like seeing Billy Jack. Um, uh-huh. But uh, to be honest, and Daredevil. Uh, but the one before all of those, the moment the fucking screen turns on, we see none other than Leah Clearwater from Twilight. <laughs> yeah, we do. She plays Chaffa <laughs> from the Choctaw in the story, and she's the one who saves her one. Meaning we'll probably get to see a lot more of Leah Clearwater, which I love when Twilight, like, you know, is in other media. You love it to see them. takes over everywhere. Yes. Um, I did not know that was her. Yep. But I'm, I'm glad you clocked it. Yeah. I'm glad for everyone who else who has clocked it. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> Books, what's your moment of the week? Mine's not a specific moment but rather like a series of moments and it's this um i talked about maya's like character growth that we see during this episode and i think my moment is this slow progression of her like anger slash badassery that we see throughout this whole episode um and it really stems we can track those moments with like watching both of her parents brutally die in front of her it's definitely gonna like build this um Mm -hmm. but it, it i think it's done well enough that you can kind of see her face just harden with uh-huh. each yeah. new stage um and i also think it, it's shown in like subtle ways like uh it, she has this family she's lost his family she goes to new york i i just think her character the way it was subtly developed there's also like a moment like um fisk says like we're family and you can mm-hmm. tell she's kind of believing him but i think it's such a huge moment every time maya interacts with the actual family they speak sign language with her. They take an effort yeah. to learn. They take an effort to communicate with her. Fisk is the only one who ever has a an interpreter next to her. Uh-huh. And so yeah. it, you know it's crossing her mind that, it, especially in the moment when she's doubting this war family, everyone in her family has always taken that effort to make sure they can communicate with her. And he has not done that whatsoever. He's just hired someone. He's taken the easy way out. And I think that's such a subtle, but it's, it's an intentional marking because a lot of the deaf community, their local community, their family, their neighbors they don't take that effort so i think that's a nice little yeah. jab <laughs> the only time you see him uh attempt it is when she has the gun yeah when she has the power yep. and he tries to sign family in the weakest mm-hmm. little bitch ass way uh and it's, yeah, yeah it's clear that he can't even fully you know communicate or put an effort in because he never tried he doesn't actually yeah. see her as family so um very good moment of the week. Um, mine obviously red light, green light. It drove me insane. But also at the end of this episode, we got a like, this is what's coming up this season. Yeah. There is the briefest two second clip of a monster truck crushing cars. I <laughs> saw that too. And it was like the only thing on my mind. I was like, what is going to happen with this monster truck? We need the- to know. I was already Oklahoma, completely sold guys. on this. 
Oklahoma small town life. This is why you don't put it in New York City. You get monster trucks when you get out of New York City. (laughs) Um, It kicks ass. I can't wait. I'm very excited for this show. Um, That is it for Echo, though. If you want to watch it, uh, it's over on Disney+. Plus. Um, I do have some time to talk about a website, though. And, Caitlin, I know um, you've been, you know, kicking around the ideas of some website. Um, You can give us the rough pitch right now. Yep, it's uh, not rough actually. It's very soft because oh, my apologies. It's all about slippers, bro. Slippers. Whoa. Yeah. You're, are you selling slippers? Are you? I'm reviewing slippers, so I will have okay. people send me slippers and I will review them, um, and I will wear them for a week, and then if they pay me extra, I'll send them back with my foot stink in them. Okay, so it's all something right. else. Yeah, it's something else. <laughs> I get, I get what's happening here, but yes, this is about the slippers. Yeah, slipper reviews. They're nice and soft. They're 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 comfy. Is it really Sometimes the they aren't though. Or the slipper what? stink. It feels what? like there's a It's two separate. Okay, there's an e-commerce version. Okay, I got to make some money somehow. <laughs> Jeez, don't shit on a girl for trying to make a couple bucks. We absolutely will not. This is a woman first episode. That's right. Um, true. I'm a 10 out of 10 on Wikipedia. Get that money Check from me. that slipper stink. Proud That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, just real quick, so people can start sending you um, some slippies. good slippies. What's, what's the... Um, URL on that guy. Uh, it's going to be slippy.feet.org. Slippy.feet.org. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Perfect. Beautiful website. Um, the only thing that I would say is I think you need a little bit of help managing it, um, potentially setting it up. So I'm going to send you over to my friend, cybersprout.net. Um, there's some feet people. There's some website people. They offer premium hosting that's specifically built for WordPress. They handle security maintenance backups. Uh, speed optimization. Even they work hand in hand with you, foot in foot. In this case, let's be <laughs> honest. Um, they focus on collaboration and they fucking love feet. Cybersprout.net, your partner for a digital world. Coming up next, it's the pull list. We are back for the pull list, where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is What If episode two hundred two. On the second episode of What If, we see what would happen if Yondu turned over Peter Quill to his father, Ego. Ego. <laughs> ego. <laughs> keep going. Go keep my going. Ego. <laughs> Let go, my Ego. Give me Peter. Uh, and Peter fought Earth's mightiest heroes. We see Hank Pym as Ant-Man, the Winter Soldier, Howard Stark, Peggy Cotter, Bill Foster as Goliath, Thor, and King T'Chaka. Work together to take out the young celestial being Peter. That has been destroying worlds. Really all little Peter wanted was to go to his home planet and back to the life he missed. Taste buds, I ask you this. How did you like Earth's Mightiest Heroes versus the Avengers? I thought they were fun. Um, they were, it was like very much, so this was like set in like, I think the 80s, like 88, I think is what it was set in. Mm-hmm. And um, it was very much mostly an all men thing. And then there's Peggy Carter. And like whenever she said something or Hope, who is Hank Pym's daughter, they were kind of shut down. And I think that is one thing we do get with the current Avengers is, yeah, sometimes they like to like really pat themselves on the back for having women in it. But it was (laughs) a lot more inclusive feeling than this Earth's Mightiest Heroes. And I think that was one of the biggest differences I felt like just watching this even. Mm -hmm. So great job. Great job, um, Avengers. I mean, Marvel for really making us feel like we're in the 80s. Um, but yeah, no, this this episode is actually really fun. So the first episode I watched was um, boring. Um, it was what if Nebula was in the Nova Corps? 
Uh, and basically, what if she was a narc and it was like kind of like um, Blade Runner? Radis character. Yeah, it was like Blade Runner and it was it was just trying to be too hard. This one was like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Like, it felt like what what if was created for. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, it's not the Peter Quill we know because it's Peter Quill as a boy and he's just a boy with power. He's done what his father has told him to do. Because that's all he can do. Mm-hmm. And he's destroyed worlds. He went to and destroyed some of like um, the worlds in Thor's area. But not Asgard yet. So that's how Thor comes into it. Because he's mm-hmm. like, I need to stop this being before he takes down Asgard. Mm. And so Thor comes down to Earth early. The Winter Soldier, Peggy recognizes him, him as Bucky. Like It's so interesting how just That's one right. little thing changes, mm-hmm. and this episode is actually really, really cool how it does all that. And then in the end, we see Peter Quill. He fights his dad, and the only reason he oh. he decides not to fight Earth's Mightiest Heroes and instead fights his dad is because Hank Pym's daughter, Hope, she actually talks to him, finds out what's going on, why is he sad, why is he doing this. And just having that small conversation stopped all these men from trying to murder him. Let's go. Wonder what else Women. we could do with talking and, and yeah. expressing ourselves and oh getting God. into our emotions. The amount of Peggy Carter moments where she was like, it's interesting how like if you just listen to like <laughs> what can get solved. Wow. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, Peggy. <laughs> uh, it was so good. And but yeah, so uh, Peter Quill versus Ego at the very end, which we see in the beginning. Sorry, um, Ego? Ego, sorry, my bad. <laughs> Peter Quill versus Ego <laughs> at the end, which at the beginning, um, we see Earth's Mightiest Heroes versus Ego, and they get fucking smashed by him. <laughs> like, Ego smash. <laughs> it's like he pulls up the earth, he takes them all down so easily, and the only person that can, like, face him, you can see, is going to be his son, so Ego, or Peter. So when they face each other, they get this big seed, and they they kill him with a seed i don't remember with a seed yeah i don't remember really guardians of the galaxy but i, I faintly remember that we get to see that in guardians of the galaxy as well mm. and i believe it's the same way that he kills them there interesting yes um, yes yes is yeah, that like, like it's like the source of his power right or something yes like it's like the seed that he leaves at every planet yeah um where he has to reap like his child it's the seed that what made his mom have do. yeah right he leaves it. a seed and it's Jesus. literally a, it's a physical seed and yeah the seed is also the thing that gave his mom cancer and caused peter quill's mom to die yeah it's crazy um wild things but yeah we see ego gets destroyed in this by peter quill and then peter quill gets to live a normal life on earth but he lives i believe he ends up living with hank pym Mm -hmm. um so Mm -hmm. him and hope are probably gonna have like a weird like cousin relationship (laughs) wonder if he becomes like future ant-man instead of a Ooh, interesting he's like this surrogate he doesn't become Star-Lord, that's for sure. I, and the Guardians of the Galaxy never exist. Yondu is just a Ravenger. Ravenger. That's it. You nailed it. Uh, I... I reading the like description of this episode and like seeing... I was definitely curious. How are they going to bring all of these characters in who don't? Like, this isn't a group already that like mm-hmm. they just wrote an episode for. And I think... It, the way they did it, it's actually very clever I like they did that. it really well and none of them wanted to be in the same room and it's like i could see this like this is exactly yeah. how it should be happening it it was a very well it was like the best one of the best what if episodes i've seen and i'm not a huge star lord or peter quill fan mm-hmm. and i was expecting to hate this episode and it was really good actually 
you've so. sold me. You've convinced me. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, go women. Please, let's go women. Uh, <laughs> moment of the week. Um, moment of the week has to be the moment when Peggy, Peggy Carter is like, yeah, you should fucking listen to women every once in a while. <laughs> and then just looks at the camera <laughs> for five minutes and then you just leave it there. My favorite moment. Too. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> There's a like direct subtle little line where she's like, I'm talking to you. Yes. Also. It's you watching it. Dumbass. Yes. Um, all right. That is it for the second episode of season two of what if it is on Disney plus. Yep. Our next episode of the week, guys, can you believe it? It's the third episode of season two of What If. Woo! What are the chances? <laughs> All right. Uh, while working security at Avengers Tower during a Christmas party, Happy is accidentally injected with the Hulk's blood during an attack by Justin Hammer and his crew. As a result, he gains Hulk-like powers while still retaining his rationality. With the Avengers occupied, he enlists the help of Darcy and Maria Hill. But Darcy is kidnapped, and it's up to Happy to save the day with his new powers. He manages to save both the Tower and Christmas just in time for the Avengers to return. (laughs) Taste Bust, I ask you this. Is there any other non-soup and superpower team-up we'd rather see save the most wonderful season than Happy and Hulk? <laughs> is this like is this like John Favreau's like love child because he played happy like the yeah fact, this is gonna make the boys so angry um when they hear this when you said happy all I could think of was happy Gilmore yeah. and my, my my brain shut down for so long <laughs> I was like, oh shit no there's another happy but I was honestly picturing- happy Gilmore for a long time <laughs> much better than the rest of the episode so that's fine <laughs> So I'm going to answer um, Happy Gilmore and the Swan. Yeah. <laughs> good call. Good call. Um, so, so we get a good, we get a bad episode, a good episode, a bad episode. It sounds like a what yeah. if. Yeah, that's, that sounds about on par for what All if. Right, so skip every odd. Go every odd one. Mike, um, you may remember him. Um, he's been on the show before. Yeah. Um, maybe you haven't heard of him, but he's here <laughs> sometimes. He's around. Sometimes. Anyways, Mike said he watched this episode and he said it was like Die Hard. Um, mm-hmm. and it was like the first episode was like Blade Runner. This one's like Die Hard. It's like what? Are... In the fact They're that it ideas. happens on Christmas, yeah, at a Christmas that... holiday party, like a company in a in a business tower. Okay, all right. So that's three. That's the three main parts of Die Hard. So I get it. I see it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, if you want to watch it again, that's on Disney Plus. Our final show of the week. Um, we got to do it. Every time we take over, we got to review something that will anger the boys. And listen, it's on them. They recently opened this up to all written forms. So um, I would like, Caitlin, now's your time to review Twilight. Thank you. And actually, I'm going to go a little bit obscure. I'm going to go for Dusk the Musical, which we all happen to see, which is a a Twilight parody. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually... Books, you haven't had a chance to see it yet, but I, I can definitely. But I'm delighted to hear about it. I can definitely send this over to you. Um, so, just the musical is a parody musical based off of Twilight, mm-hmm. um, and it is low budget for sure, and done in done in Edinburgh, which is Scotland. If you don't know, um, because I didn't, I had to Google this multiple times, find out where Edinburgh was. Um, I didn't know where Edinburgh was. Is that Not how you say I it? Tell you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I learned something new again. <laughs> Um, but it's just a really fun shitting on Twilight um, musical. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a moment where there's a bunch of eggs are dancing um, to a beautiful melody on a piano. God. And um, this led me to a um, 
to learn more about the Twilight community. <laughs> so it, did it bring it together? It, um, Cassie, I went through. I've, I'm going through something right now. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. Here's your support group. Oh god, one of the, one of the few people who's oh, still on Facebook, and there is a group called Twilight Shit Posting, um, which is basically all of the jokes that are in this musical, but in like written form, and basically probably where they took all their source material to make this uh, musical, uh-huh. which is fantastic. It's just great fucking jokes about Twilight and the this really niche stuff. So oh. much. For then, the last month or two, yeah, Facebook has been trying to get me to <laughs> like this page. <laughs> oh, books, books, and it I goes could deeper. Not, I, I've, I've now officially banned it from my page. I've been, <laughs> I'm tired of seeing this. I so don't good. understand. They're just so obscure. Everything that is in there is so obscure. But do you guys know what a ratty is? No. <laughs> Do you know what a ratty no, is? I, I briefly confused it with Razzy. No, I don't know what a no, ratty a is. Ratty, no, like they live in the sewers. Um, because there's Twilight shit posting, which has all these great memes and jokes. But if they don't, if you submit something to Twilight shit posting and it does not land there, it lands in the sewer, guys. It's just so <laughs> bad, and it goes to Twilight Twilight sewer posting. And people who are in that group are called ratties. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and these people are dirty, nasty people. It's just a lot of phallic things talking about. Edward's cold dick and Bella wanting the cold no. dick all the time and it's just a nasty place the sewer no. um, but these are the places where I have lived recently all because on New Year's Day I decided to watch Dust the Musical with my friends and it was beautiful and that moment led me to hear and you all to hear about pop school fucking which is basically you know <laughs> <laughs> This brings me back to one of the most disturbing <laughs> posts that still haunts me today. And it was, uh, like, I think it was a comic drawn. I don't know if it was even just sentences or something. And I created an image from it. But it was a Twilight, probably from those ratties. Uh-huh. Probably from one of the ratties. And it was all about um, Bella putting her used tampons in a nice little teacup for Edward later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, no, it is canon in the sewer oh, that she had, oh, a, God, she had a diva cup and he used it as a shot glass. and then it just spiraled from there because i saw this early on when i had like recently read the books and then i was thinking like could he just sense every time she was on her period like did he just know like oh yeah yes okay (laughs) Um, that's all i have an extra more difficult time for him was he like fuck I opened this up as um, a way to get back to the boys, and it kind of backfired on me. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about Leah Clearwater. I was fully down to be like, listen, villains from Twilight, still better than villain like Fisk. Uh, Truly. Caitlin took it a weird place. I'm sorry. I, I had to bring I had to bring you guys where I'm living right now. In the sewers. just need to get it off her chest that she's in the sewers in this <laughs> fucked up little group. Join the Witnessed ratties. Witnessed one post, and it clearly has stayed with me, because I probably saw that trending online at some point eight years ago. Mm-hmm. and yeah. i'm still haunted by it the second you said the sewers i was like oh fuck welcome to the i think sewers, i've somehow bitch. inadvertently <laughs> been there <laughs> and now we have shared this with everybody yep. you can all be haunted in the welcome. sewers you're welcome <laughs> um, and i think that's the perfect place to end this episode on a high note like that uh so now it's just time for the outros um caitlin or books who feels more confident about websites i we don't I do. can give it a go. Say, say whatever you want. And honestly, yeah. If you want to visit a website to learn more about this show and other stuff, you're going to want to visit popfilter.co. 
killed it mm-hmm. um and that is the website where you're gonna find all sorts of content if you want to support pop filter just a little bit more instead of just clicking on your regular little amazon.com you're going to want to go to popfilter.co slash amazon and that's where you're going to want to do all of your purchasing and it helps out this show and others uh, and if you want to get in contact with us send us an email say hey there should be an all girls only girls oops all girls show more often because it's fucking awesome which you should you should send an email to contact at popfilter.co even if you don't, if you didn't enjoy this, send it just to make them mad. Just because it yeah. will bring us a little bit <laughs> joy. I appreciate that. Please do that. If you've never written an email, but you're like, mm, maybe I'll do it this time. You should. <laughs> if you've Follow never written that an impulse. email in your life. In your life. <laughs> this is your intro email <laughs> send to write. A, send us a text <laughs> to that email. What is it? Contact at popfilter.co? Yeah. yeah it send is. it again. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um, Dougal, we also have another show on the network. Can you uh, share the people? Share the people. The people should be shared. That <laughs> movie of the year. <laughs> movie of the year um, where the guys get really into the movies of every year. And Boy, do they get into them. Oh, if so you were like, I'm dripping for them movies. I want to know directors. And I know too much about directors. Um, that's the show you should go to. <laughs> You if you like to focus in on minuscule little background people and just talk like really dig into their whole history, movie of the year. If you're like IMDb, not enough information. Movie of the year is for you. If you like weird cultural to... references made in movies that no one actually understood were a cultural reference, it's movie of the year. If you want to witness three men share one brain cell that's only can think <laughs> about movies, movie of the year. Go check it out somehow. Manage to finish each other's sentences, even if other guests are on the show. Go check out movie. <laughs> if you want to spend an hour trying to figure out <laughs> exactly what's going on, and by the end, be just so impressed that, like, wow, someone knows this much about movies. Movie of the year. If you think you like movies, click on movie of the year. Listen to an episode. Get Report humbled. back to me if you still like movies. <laughs> if you still think you like the movies at the level that they like movies. Um, again, contact at popfilter.co. Let me know if you do like movies after that. <laughs> They're in 1973 right now. What happened in 1973? You got to find out by going movie of the year. That's the only <laughs> way I know. That's it. Um, Hoot nannies. Hoot nannies. We're also on social media, mainly Instagram um, at your pop filter, I believe, over there. Yep. Go check it out. Next week, you guys, we got another junior episode for you, but we'll be talking about two more episodes of What If and two more episodes of Echo. That's it. That's exciting. Um, and for all the girls, I'm Caitlin. For Caitlin, I am books. And for me, I am the world. Bye, everyone. Bye.